It is Juneteenth Day today. Big celebration. Milwaukee hosting one of the oldest in the nation, the oldest parade. It's quite a special day here in our community. Shaka Smart is the head coach for Marquette University Basketball, and he spoke a little bit on Juneteenth's meaning to him and Marquette Basketball's role in the Milwaukee black community. It's a celebration of our community. It's a celebration of how far we've come. Uh, I think it's also an acknowledgement of the progress that we need to continue to make. But let's make no mistake about it. You know, any points of pride uh, that our black community has here in Milwaukee are positive, and we need more and more of those. And if at Marquette our basketball team can be a small part of that, then we're excited about that. Tory Lowe. He's like his own weather system, the way he spins around this building. He's a guy who gets things done, our friend from 101.7 The Truth, 1 to 4, the Tory Lowe Show. Tory, good afternoon, my man. Hey, how y'all doing? How man, y'all doing? Thank y'all for having me on the show. We're so honored to have you on the show. So you've been out at the heart of these celebrations today. Tell us what it's like out there in Milwaukee today. Oh, powerful, powerful day, uh, beautiful celebration. A lot of uh, different co- uh, cultural ideas, a lot of people coming together to celebrate uh, freedom. It was beautiful. You know, Tori, this is about Emancipation Day, Jubilee Day, whatever you want to call it, on this date in 1865. A couple of years after the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation, the last slaves were freed in Texas. But it seems to me, Tori, like it's become much more than that. It's a recognition of that, of course, and we can't forget what happened, but it's become a real celebration, a joyous occasion as families and communities come together. Oh, it's definitely a reminder of our ancestors and what they had to go through. And now we're celebrating uh, not only our ancestors, but what we can do to continue the struggle here in America. It's still so many things that we still uh, need to overcome, but yet today is a celebration of the past present and future and i think it was just a nice day god bless us with a beautiful day and you know i'm excited i was very excited uh, the truth is down there uh we were broadcasting live all of the truth talent uh was down there we was in the parade it was just a beautiful thing to see i feel like one of the fun celebrations as the, as the really embraces the joy of this day one of the most charming things are the scholarships that are being awarded through the pageants of Miss Juneteenth and Little Miss Juneteenth and Mr. Juneteenth and Mr. Juneteenth Jr. I just find that very charming. Well, you know, I judged one of the Juneteenth uh, pageants before, you know, a couple years ago. And those things are awesome. You see a lot of people, a lot of talented people uh, coming forward, uh, being gifted scholarships. I mean, it's, it's just a beautiful thing to see how far... Uh, the celebration of Juneteenth. Milwaukee has one of the oldest Juneteenth celebrations in the United States. So it's just amazing to see how far we've come uh, over the years. Tori Lowe with us on WTMJ. Uh, Tori, you're connected to this community like no one else that I know. When you think about the state of race relations in the city of Milwaukee and think about the future, are you more optimistic or are you more worried? Well, like I said, um, when you look at the political landscape, uh, everybody should be worried, black, white, uh, when it comes to the next couple generations. And, you know, we all seeing a lot of things happen in America that make you want to raise what I say, raise an eyebrow. But I think that we as a people, uh, we have to stay hopeful and we also have to implement the plan. We have to start becoming more solutionary based 
and result-based when it comes to uh, furthering uh, economics, education, neighborhood development. It's just up to us as a people, as a community, to make sure that we're locked in and really aiming to get some real progress in, in today's times. So when you think about things that are going on at the state level and how that trickles down to Milwaukee, I know we've talked about shared revenue and taxes and all of that sort of thing. Are we focused on the right things in Madison as our priorities? Well, you know, I don't like the shared revenue idea as far as we're losing uh, the right to have a referendum. Uh, The people are losing the right to say if they want to be taxed. A lot of times that's taxation without representation. But a lot of people will say, hey, those are your elected officials. Uh, Maybe these people are supposed to have uh, the best interest of the people at at hand. But to me, I feel like uh, many times when you lose certain gains, like uh, where the fire police commission is losing some power, where, uh, you know, we may public schools, uh, private schools are gaining tax dollars. There's a lot of things in there that we know that is not beneficial to the people. And then a 7% tax hike, it's going to be very hard on a lot of people that are living in the disenfranchised community. So, Tori, I'm with you, and I cannot understand how we cannot be going to referendum on the tax questions. And I understand what they're saying. You know why we're not going to referendum? Because they're scared that people will vote no. But to me, if it's too hard to explain why they should vote yes then there's something wrong with that. Let the people right. speak. And and you're right. I'm, I'm like, let the people dictate. That's what they're there. They're there for to serve the people. I really think this was about pensions, you know, in my personal opinion. I believe they made sure they secured their pensions and their family's future because why would you vote no against uh, having uh, monies put into the pension. We all know that there's issues with public schools, even when the budget was okay. Even when we had good budgets, we always had issues with public schools. Uh, we always had issues with the police, uh, things like that. But now it seems like they're cutting out the people from the conversation because, and this is my opinion, that they want to make sure that they get money, a pension, in the end for themselves. That's how I feel about it. All right, Tori, we could talk about this all day, and I love your perspective and your opinion, but I want to get back to Juneteenth and ask you, what's, what's your favorite part about today? Well, my favorite part is the food, the culture. Uh, it was uh, beautiful people out there today. Uh, I haven't seen a woman that looked like Cleopatra out there walking around. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Brown, I mean, looked like she was a Dayton King Tech, you know what I mean? So it, to me, it was just a beautiful thing to see. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, what we can do as a community working together. A lot of vendors, a lot of different food items. It was just beautiful to see. A good gathering and a good celebration. And when that creativity happens, you like to think that creativity is going to keep on flowing and hopefully come up with some creative solutions as people get together and hopefully carry this feeling forward. Well, I, I've seen uh, the police chief was out. You know, he came by and stopped by where we were uh, broadcasting live. Uh, Mandela Barnes stopped over. A lot of the different politics ideas stopped in just to show, you know, respect and love. But at the end of the day, we have to make sure that we're taking a direct, hands-on approach to a lot of these issues. And many times when it's bad, you got to roll up your sleeves and get to work. And I think that we have to answer the call. It's our generation turn 
to be what we uh, want to see. Tory Lowe, it's the Tory Lowe Show, 1 to 4 on 1017 The Truth. Tory, thank you so much for being with us. We always appreciate you. Hey, look, I love being on y'all's show. Keep doing a great job, and I appreciate you guys for having me on.